Hey kids, this is me, Ice Robots, and we're back for another super exciting super fun episode of World's Famous. This week we got, man, we got a ton of great stuff ahead of us. I think so. I don't have a lot planned. We're just gonna kinda we're just gonna play, kinda play it by ear, have a good time, see what uh see what arises from the madness of the world. But until we get there right now, how about this? Grandmaster Grandpa dropped the beat. Okay, I see robot. I am on the tech twelves. This is one time for your mind. The world's famous IC Robots show. IC Robots is back at work when an old friend appears. IC Robots. I do not have much time. Oh my god, Iceberg! It is so nice to see you, dude. Man, I've been I've been looking everywhere for you ever since I came back. What's up, dude? This is great! Yes, it is nice to see you too. Listen. The food cubes. Yeah, man, those food cubes are disgusting. Everywhere I go, I see food cubes. I was at the Oakland Coliseum, and there were food cubes for sale. What's what's the deal with those? Listen, we don't have much time. The food cubes are... The, 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 the food cubes are what, dude? Spit it out. The food cubes are why I called you to come back to work. J just tell me, man. Just tell me. I need to know what, what's going on with the food cubes. Shut up, dummy. I said listen. The Pooptronics food cubes, besides being a vile food-like product, are... They, they, they are what? I know they have to be something, dude. They're just too weird. This whole thing is just, it's so weird. Tell me, tell me, what, 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 what are they? I said shut up, dummy. I am trying to tell you. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. I'm just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I knew that, I knew that there was something up with this whole stupid thing. Just listen to me, dummy. The Pooptronics brand food cubes are... What are you two imbeciles going on about? This isn't a disco nightclub. You are here to work so get back at it you two or no more food cubes for the lot of you. We're just talking man, we can talk sometimes, and I don't want any more food cubes. The one bite I took of that one last week or the week before last was enough to last a lifetime. Is that how you feel Iceberg? You know what happened the last time you got caught talking. Back to your vents, the both of you. Yes sir, right away sir. We live life a quarter mile at a time. Now let's return to Earth. Let's open a pack of weird trading cards. Jenner presents you alien action figures. Hey, this is me, and we are back. What I um, what I have in my hand right here is something that is super duper great. Something I've wanted to get my hands on for a long time, and just never, never have pulled the strings to do it. I've finally done it, and I'm happy. What I have is a pack of 1979 Tops Alien trading cards. Yes, indeed, Tops made a set for the R-rated Super Scary, one of the scariest movies of all the times in space, along with a bunch of toys and stuff by Kenner. The movie, of course, Alien, one of the scariest things ever. I am like an alien aficionado. I... I like the lore, I like the characters, I like everything about it, dude. It's one of my favorite franchises of all the franchises out there. Shout out to the nerdy blogger. I know she feels the same. She's an alien head, too. I, myself, right now, am wearing an alien t-shirt. I have a Wayland yutani shirt on right now as we speak. Let's... 
Let's see what we got here. The 1979 Topps Alien Cards is an 84 card set. And if you ask me, the gems of the set is card number 9, Warrant Officer Ripley, which is the rookie card of Ripley. Card number 10, 11, and 12 are also the cards of the, uh, the various characters in the movie. For example, number 13 is Engineer Parker, played by Yafet Kodo. That's Yafet Kodo's rookie card. And then you have, of course, Technician Brett is card number 14. He is Harry Dean Stanton, the legendary Harry Dean Stanton. So if you ask me, as of right now, I would say the best cards are number... They're number 9, and then they are number 14. That's Sigourney Weaver and Harry Dean Stanton rookie cards. And then card number... 76, The Unstoppable Horror. That's the first time you see the Xenomorph. So that's the rookie card of the Xenomorph. Let's take a look at the pack. The pack itself is blue. It has some yellow on it. It has the alien egg. It says alien across the top. It has the top's logo. Ten movie photo cards, one sticker, and one stick of gum. On the back is an ad for Ring Pop. It says, it's the most exciting new lollipop idea for fun since the invention of candy. Let's pop into this right here. Let's be very gentle. I don't want to. I don't want to disturb anything. Let's. Um, we have the gum. We have the gum right here. It's a. Uh, it's still in good shape. And then there's an ad for pop bottle candy, delicious long-lasting candy. Try all three today. And that's the sticker card, I guess. It's um. It's a bunch of things in space. Very hard to. Very hard to pick out. The first card we have is Steamy Peril. Then we have Remains of a Monster, which has Harry Dean Stanton looking at some blob. The Planet in Sight, which is a shot of the ship. Card number 48, The Hell Chamber. Oh, snap. We got one of them. We got card number nine, Warrant Officer Ripley, the first Ripley rookie card in all the times in space. The Sigourney Weaver rookie card. That's one that we wanted. Let's sit that over there. And then we have a nice shot, the crew of the Nostromo. That's a good one, too. We're going to keep that. And then we have, oh, God. Oh, no. Card number 64, which is Harry Dean Stanton with the hand of the Xenomorph rising toward his face. That's a good one there. Then you have the Search Begins, which is card number 63, a shot down a corridor. Then you have Halls of Science. Silence, rather. And then you have the Egg Hatchery. So the ones we got that are really great are the Sigourney Weaver rookie card. To me, that's the gem of the set. Either that or the Xenomorph, but I'm very, very, very happy with that right there. I'm going to put that in a little holder. A real gem for my collection. Bought one pack, got the one card I wanted. Very stoked. Then you have the crew of the Nostromo. That's card number 16. That's a shot of all of them. That's worth, that's worth putting into a little sleeve. And then, oh God, oh no. Harry Dean Stanton, card number 64. This is a tough one. This is a tough one because I, there are two schools of thought when they come to these things in comic books. There's first appearance and then there's first full appearance. An example of this would be what we have right here. You have the hand of the Xenomorph on card number 64. That's the first time you ever see any form of the Xenomorph. You see the hand. But then you have card number, what was it, 76? I think it was card number... 71, 72, 73, 74. I'm right now on the Trading Card Database. That's an amazing site. It has all the card info you would ever want. Pictures of all the cards. Then it is card 76, which is the first full appearance of the Xenomorph. I myself, I value full appearance over first appearance, if this is the case. Usually, 
Usually the character's first appearance is also their first few appearances, but some characters like the new Captain Marvel, John Constantine, for example, is another one. They might have appeared in the shadows, or they appeared partially in the show, just like the uh, Xenomorph did here. But man, this is great. I'm very, very happy with these. This only cost me like $4 for the pack, and the person I bought them from was super cool, super cool trading card bro. He threw in two empty wrappers, like two flattened out wrappers of alien cards that I can scan in and mess around with and have fun with. Threw those in for free, so he's a real card bro. I cannot recommend him highly enough, even though I don't remember his name. But this Warrant Officer Ripley, I am super stoked. Super happy with this. I'm glad that you guys could be here to share this with me. My joy. Yo. <laughs> Charge. This week in Japanese League Baseball. The man by whose name an entire generation of Japanese players is known has announced his retirement. Daisuke Matsuka, former pitcher for the Boston Red Sox, among other Major League Baseball teams, will not play beyond this year. Across the NPB and MLB, Matsuka has thrown 2,200 innings, won 170 games while accruing. 2,130 strikeouts. He has a career ERA of 3.04. He will be missed. SoftBank's Hawk pitcher, Kodai Asinga, has made his return to the mound after a lengthy stint on the injured list, but he gave up a career-worst 10 runs to the Chiba Latte Marines in just two and two-thirds innings. His place on the Olympic team looks less cozy than it did a week ago when he was named to the team as a replacement. The Hawks ultimately lost to the Marines 11-3, and that is this week in Japanese League Baseball. This is the world's famous IC Robots show. We built this city on games and flow. We built this city, we built this city on games and This is me, IC Robots, and we're back for another super fun segment. This one is called We Built This City on Getting Swole. That's the one where we only care about our peaks. That's our giant biceps. And our freaks, that's the lovely uh, people in our lives that give us love. Wives, our boyfriends, our girlfriends, our what have you. This this week, I have run into some issues at the gym. Good old Bennett's gym. I was over there hanging and clanging like I like, I like to do a few times a week. And I, I realized, like... I realized I gotta up my cardio. Like, I'm not getting the, the weight loss effect that I want. Sure, I'm getting giant guns. Sure, you know, I'm shredded like a piece of shredded wheat. I'm just like all that and then some. But like, I'm not getting the, uh, I'm not getting the weight loss effects that I wanted to. I realized that, like I gotta, I'm gonna have to like the cardio. Honestly, I don't really do any. I do like my circuit training and I run through things as quickly as I can. Like trying to build up a sweat, but I don't do enough just like straight cardio. So I thought, you know, I'm going to, uh... I'm going to go run on the elliptical machine for a while. I'm going to see if I can do like 10, 15, 20 minutes on that and try to like, try to just like burn some calories, you know, try to, try to get ahead of everything. And I, I did do that and I, I don't like it. I don't really like the elliptical. I don't like the bike. I think they're boring. They are boring. And I, I have a janky knee. My left knee is janky. And I ended up like, I ended up messing up my leg on the elliptical. I guess I should have like warmed up ahead of time before I got on, but now like my knee is a little bit swollen up and my ankle hurts a little bit and I I can walk and everything just fine, but like it does kind of kind of hurt a bit and I do 
I do wish that I'd never not ever done it. So I, I hit the tweets. I hit the tweets and I, I reached out to some of my gym bros out there and I, I wanted to ask, like, what do you guys do for cardio? What do you do for cardio that doesn't involve, like, running on the elliptical or doing anything like that? And what I what I got back was I got some good advice from my guy Esquilito. He was telling me that, like, you wanna, you might want to try the battle ropes. Those are those big ropes that you see, like, uh, MMA guys doing or whatever. You kind of, like, hold them in your arms and you swing your arms up and down. And I... I did give that a shot. I thought that was, I thought that was pretty fun. I have used the battle ropes in the past. I kind of use them when I, when I'm done doing my workout as a way to sort of like, like cool down, I guess. I don't know if that's the right way to put it, but just like after I'm done hanging and clanging, I'll go over there and I'll like swing the battle ropes as a, uh, around. Just kind of, I don't know, just kind of like easing out of the uh, workout mode. But what homeboy, what my homeboy Esqualito recommended was like, what you do is you do 30 seconds on the ropes, like as hard as you can. You do 30 seconds on the ropes as hard as you can. Then you take like 30 seconds to uh, catch your breath. Trust me, 30 seconds is a long time. These ropes are hard. You do the 30, then you take a break for 30, then you do 30 more, take a break, 30 more, take a break, 30 more, take a break, all the way to like 10 minutes. And by the time I was done doing that, dude, I was geeked out. I was like geeked. I I was swinging the ropes just like, you know, making like snakes on the ground, like snap, 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 snap. And then I was like swinging them from side to side. And now my arms are burnt. The side of my abs is hurt. So that was a good workout, man. Good, good, uh, good gym bro out there. It's cool, you know, I got to give you a big, uh, built this city on getting swole props. I also heard from my homeboy tapes from the crypt. He recommended maybe to run some basketball. And bro, I feel you, man. I wish that there were some basketball games for me to get into uh, around here. I go to the school. I go to the school all the time and I, I shoot around. I shoot around and I run around and stuff. And I have a good time. But, like, there's just not enough homies over there right now to get into a game. Or I don't really have, like, fitness friends, sadly. I have, like, friends. But I don't have, like, friends who are, like, into the gym scene, into, like, working out. I feel like all the people I hang out with are, like, way more bombed out and depleted than me. Like... I am by no means, like, a fitness fiend, but, like, out of all the dudes I associate with, I think I only have, like, one other homeboy, my homeboy Greg. He jogs, he runs a lot, and he is way more fit than me, but he's, like, the only one I know who's, like, super into fitness, and it's sad. Of course, there's, like, there's Gino Vega. This guy is, like, a specimen, like, the likes of which you have never seen. Imagine, like, Paul, Mr. Wonderful Orndorff. Shout out to Paul Orndorff. They reminisce over you, Paul Orndorff. Imagine that, but, like... As a citizen of Napa, if that makes any sense. If you can picture, picture that, that's that's what we have in, in uh, Gino Vega. I sort of drifted off there for a second. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but, like, I started having visions of Paul, Mr. Wonderful Orndorff in my head, and I'm thinking, like, man, that guy, that guy was so chiseled. That guy was so yoked. He must have spent so much time in the gym. At my gym, there are some people who are in good shape. There are people who are in decent shape, but there's no Paul, Mr. Wonderful Orndorff. So I'll, I'll tell you what. I've never, I've never, not never even seen a Paul, Mr. Wonderful Orndorff in, in real life. But honestly, it's not like I, I see people that I know their shirts off. Maybe there's a lot of Mr. Wonderfuls and I just like, I can't see their chisel physiques because they're wearing, wearing t-shirts. I doubt it. But you know, anything is possible. I, I've been keeping up on the gym. I am getting a bit discouraged. It's hard when you when you start because you want to see like you want to see like immediate weight loss results, but it doesn't really like it doesn't really work that way. It's like a long drawn out process and there's always like this point where I'm not saying you want to quit. There's not that, but you're just like I'm a little discouraged. I thought that I would I thought I'd look like Mr. Wonderful by now, but I only I only look like myself which is fine, but um, it takes a lot, a lot, a lot of dedication to be Mr. Wonderful. It takes all the dedication that one could ever have to be Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff. But uh, you got to stick with it, man. You got to keep sticking with it. You got to see what happens in your life when you don't quit. There's this church. 
over near uh, Crystal's Corner, the donut shop, and they have this big sign up that says, imagine what could happen if you don't give up. And I drive past it all the time, and I always look at it, and I want them to know, even though I don't think anyone from there is listening, anyone in the congregation is listening, maybe, I know not, I don't know why I said that, but I would like them to know that, like, that sign is very motivating to me, because I, I do think about giving up on things all the time, and I'm just like, you know, if you don't give up, eventually you will get good. Eventually you'll get good, or at least competent, and I'm I'm hoping that uh, that takes place pretty soon. At, uh, at any rate, my guys, you know, keep it up. Keep working hard. Keep doing your best down at the gym. If you're not a member, join up. Check your insurance. Check your insurance. A lot of places give you, like, some kind of a stipend that you can use for gym membership or gym equipment. Check into that. Keep going. We're going to dedicate this segment of uh, We Built the City on Getting Swole to our guy, Paul Mr. Wonderful Orndorff. You'll never be like me no matter what happens. You'll never look like me. I have the most gorgeous body there is in professional wrestling today, in bodybuilding and whatever, everything. And the number one. Matter of fact, the best thing you can do is not even come into a gym. You're doing it all wrong, son. Stop. Just, I can't believe it. I come in here and waste my time and somebody won't even listen to me. I gotta put some more feet on. Obviously, you're not using enough weight. My grandma can use that much weight. You need a haircut. Come on, clean the act up if you want to get serious about it. Put some more weight on here. Yeah, just what I thought. When it gets too tough, what do you do? You quit. Just like the rest of these people out here. Quit. Bunch of quitters. This is what you're supposed to look like to have a perfect body. This is what you should look like. I'm going to give you a few shots here, okay? Here's the last shot, huh? And now a paid advertisement for Pooptronics Food Cubes. This is Prince Voltania for Pooptronics brand Food Cubes. They are both nutritious and delicious. My favorite is the white cheddar. Oh well. Who wants to live forever? <laughs> Pooptronics brand Food Cubes. Get some now. Up next, a look at this week's flea market acquisitions. All right, this is me, and we are back for, uh, this is the first, um, flea market acquisitions of the season segment. This is like, this is like a big deal, man, because the flea market in Santa Rosa had been downscaled all, all for the past, like, year and a half because of everything that's going on. And this was, like, the very, very, very first one back at the Veterans Building, which is, like, I don't know, man, it's, like, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times larger. There was, like, well over... Well over, like, a hundred vendors there. It was, it was a happy day. It was opening day. But it was also, um, in some ways, it was, it was like a sad day. Because some of the vendors, some of the people that I know, unfortunately, didn't make it through everything that was going on. There was at least three different flea market vendors there that I would see on the rig that, uh, the word going around the flea market was that they... 
they got the bug and they didn't make it through. So it's sad. And I think that I think that like as as things start to open up, as things start to go back into normal, we're gonna we're gonna start finding out like more and more people that we knew, people that were in like the uh, peripheries of our social groups, people that we knew from like different things. For example, like your bowling leagues or like whatever, dude, from like the convention circuit, the comic book store. These people that you see that you don't really know very well, that you may not even really, like, know their names, but you know who they are and you deal with them all the time. I think that as things start to open up, we're going to find out that, like, not everyone made it, and it's sad. And it, it is very, very, very sad. But um, life goes on. The flea market goes on. We had a good time. I I don't know what to say beyond that. It's just, man, this is, like, a hard time. And I think that as things start to go go back to normal, we're going to find out um, there's a lot more sadness in our hearts than we knew. But this was... This was like a cause, a cause for joy, a cause for fun. We had a great time there, and I want to go over, I just want to take a few minutes right now and go over like a few of the things that I found, and I apologize, I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to scoot across the room, because for whatever reason, being the dullard that I am, I left my acquisitions far away from where I am right now, I'm coming back to the desk, let me, uh, let me put my cans back on. Let's see. It was pretty good, man. I didn't find, like, a million great things, but I found, like, a few really cool things. The first thing that I got was a, uh, a He-Man lunchbox. I already have this one, but, like, the cool thing about this one is, like, there's pictures on both sides. So I can take the one that I already have, put this one next to it, and I can d display both sides. So that's, that's really cool. It's a metal lunchbox. Only cost me five bucks. So I was pretty pleased about that. Then I got a... Uh, I got The Martian, the Matt Damon movie, The Martian. I got that on Blu-ray. I got to take this out to the living room. It has has some really cool extra features on it. There's like um two featurettes on the making of and some additional material. I'm a Blu-ray enthusiast. I thought The Martian's a really good movie, so I'm happy to have that. Let's let's dig into the box here. I have everything in my um in my lunchbox. Let's see what I got first. I got two Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I got a uh, Walkabout. That's the one that's a kangaroo. And then I got one of the detective turtles. I'm not a turtle expert. Turtles came around, like, after, after like, my main days as a toy collector. So I I only enjoyed them through, like, seeing my brother, my younger bro, play with them. So I got one of the detective turtles, but I don't know which one he is. It's the one, the one that wears purple. The one in the purple bandana. I do not know. I'm not a giant turtle guy, but these were... These were in, like, a garbage toy pile, and I wanted to save them. I didn't want them to, like, get destroyed. I don't know. And then I got a, uh, I got a Toy Biz Spider-Man. He's such a terrible-looking figure, but I like him. I like him quite a bit. His mask is just, it's awful-looking, and his body is so big and bulky. Very weird, but I like him. I think I paid a dollar for him. Then I got a, uh, I got a Superpowers Hawkman. But he doesn't have his wings. I only paid like a quarter for him. But I, I like him. Hawkman's cool. I could just like sit him on a shelf and pretend like his wings are his wings are retracted. He was very cheap. Out of a junk pile. Very pleased. Then I got a member of the Corps. The Corps by Lenard. I have tried up and down to find out the name of this guy. And I cannot do it. I cannot make out what year it is. What year? It says Lenard. And then it's 1980-something, but it's scuffed. And I cannot find the name of this guy. Sadly, there's not as much information about the core as there is about other action figure lines. The core doesn't get enough respect by far, but I like this guy. He has a very neat military look to him. All of the cores are very silly. This guy, he's like straight up military, very cool. 
And then I got a Tonka Army guy. Tonka did like a series of like army jeeps, and they reused the same action figures that they did for the uh, for the AJ Foyt racing series. So this is like AJ Foyt's uh, racing companion, but he's in like green military fatigues as opposed to his uh, red and white AJ Foyt outfit. I think he's pretty cool. I'm going to put him over with my AJ Foyt car, sit him there. And then I got three... Diner? Is it Diner or Diener? D-I-E-N-E-R. Those erasers, those cool erasers that didn't really erase at all that we had back in elementary school back in the day, back in the 80s. I got a rocket ship, I got a robot, and then I got like a sea creature monster. I collect these, not like, not like as much as some people do. I know a lot of people are like way into Diner erasers. I think they're cool. They definitely, definitely bring back uh, great memories. So I I'm happy with that. I put those in the living room. I have like a nice, nice little display of vintage erasers in the living room. And then I got a Chuck Norris Karate Commando. This is Reed Smith. He's the one that's wearing yellow and blue. But what makes this really cool is that he is a knockoff. He's like hard plastic and he's very firm. He has no points of articulation. And I just, I think that he's great. It turns out that they knocked off a lot of these Karate Commandos, which I find to be like, which I find to be like very, very interesting. I have him already, and then I have another one. I have the um, the purple ninja character. I don't know, I don't know what his name is. I believe it's Super Ninja. I have him as a knockoff as well. And I honestly like, I never really thought I would see another one of these again, to be honest. So when I saw this Reed Smith, I was just like, I was over the moon. I'm gonna put him over there with my Super Ninja. I like. I like knockoff toys. Oh, speaking of knockoffs, I got one more thing, and he's already over in my He-Man display. I got a Galaxy Warrior. These were these were a series of toys made by a company called Sun Gold. They're like straight-up He-Man knockoffs. They're in the 5.5 scale of He-Man. They have the same muscular body. They have the furry trunks and everything. The Galaxy Warrior is one of the better ones. I got, I got a character. I don't know what his name is. He has like a little ponytail on the top of his head, and he has red trunks. He's very ugly, very grotesque, but what's really, really cool about it, I found his gun. This lady who was there had just like a giant table and it was like a mountain of toys and I dug and I dug and I dug and I was like, I was really into digging at this point. Like sometimes you start digging and you get bored really quick, but I kept finding cool things and I was just like really, really into it. Most of the things I got, honestly, came from this lady's table. So I dug and I dug and I dug and I found the right Galaxy Warriors weapon. It's like a pistol. So that's... That's really cool. Let me, um, let me give you a side note. I was at the flea market over near my man. I'm trying to shut my lunchbox. I was over at the flea market at my man, Alan's booth. Like, right near Alan's booth, there's this guy named Max who uh, sells comics. And I was looking through the comics, and I turned. And I was, like, face-to-face -face with this guy who used to bully me in high school. He was a senior when I was a sophomore, and he was a lot bigger than me. He had, like, long red flowing hair that he wore in a ponytail he wore like a denim vest with like metallica on the back hardcore rocker guy and this guy his locker was near mine and he used to pick on me all the time he would like come up behind me and like push me into my locker or like trip me guy was like guy was like a total jerk and there i was standing face to face with him and i looked i looked right at him and i had this look of like surprise like oh my gosh it's that guy and i don't know if he recognized me at all but I was happy to say that uh, it doesn't look like time has been very good to him. He's put on a lot of weight, does not look healthy at all. His skin was kind of blotchy, um, not very healthy looking in any way. He was punished by uh, 
by the gods for his poor treatment of icy robots. I, I've in the past, like, seen these guys who would pick on me in school. And then I never really, like, know what to do. Should I, like, confront them? Should I run up and give them, like, a sidekick to the chest? Should I wrap them up in, like, a... Like a Taz mission and like throw him on the ground, dragon suplex style. I don't know because like every time I've seen one of these guys, it seriously looks like time and history have not been very kind to them. I don't see them and they're like looking like Scott Steiner back in the days of the NWO. They're all looking very unhealthy, very poor health. And I, I just wonder if there were factors leading them to be bullies that led to them also like not taking care of themselves and also seeing them fall apart. I don't know. I saw him. Dude was a total jerk, total dork, and I, I did sadly get a little satisfaction in seeing his uh his giant paunch. He had one of those like monstrous uh monstrous beer guts. Looks like he drinks like a twelve pack a day. Life is not good to our guy, but uh you know you reap what you sow. You pick on icy robots and you will be struck down by the gods. Uh, let's move forward. There's a really good, really good opening day to the flea market. I had a good time. Let's um let's I don't know. Let's go. I'm here at one with nature, clearing my mind, clearing my thoughts, getting myself prepared spiritually, mentally, emotionally. I've forgotten what it's like to lose. This is world's famous. Set your phases. Obey or catch the vapors. My one-two punch will screw you right out of your trainers. What? We're not, uh, we're not punching anybody out of their trainers around here at Icy Robots Radio. We, uh, we're gonna have to get up out of here. We are right up on it, man. We went long with that, um, with that last segment, but it's all good, man. It's all, it's all more fun for you, but, you know, the, the servers that host Icy Robots Radio really do have a limit on how much time they allow us to use, which is, which is neither here nor there. They, they're, like, massive. They're, like, massive computers here in the office. They, they fill up that whole side. I don't know if you can, like, I don't know if you can hear them whirring along over there, but they, they limit what we have. But that's, that's the price you pay when you're, when you're doing it on your own, like we're doing here at IC Robots Radio. Let's see. What else do we have to do before we get out of here? We gotta, uh, we gotta pull our animal card for the week. I'm gonna pull your punk card, then I'm gonna pull the animal card. Let's, let's reach into the deck here. What we have is... I feel like I got to explain this every time. These are messages from your animal spirit guide. Oracle cards by Stephen A. Farmer, Stephen D. Farmer. Let's uh, let's see what advice we got from the animal kingdom this week. The card that we have pulled is a card that goes by the name of Polar Bear. And the Polar Bear says, Stand up for yourself and speak your truth respectfully and compassionately. With no attachment to the outcome. That's what we try to do here every week on Icy Robust Radio. We try to speak the truth. There is only one truth, and that truth is my truth, and my name is Icy Robots, and this is World's Famous. Is there anything else that uh we got to say? Man, that, that polar bear advice, though, that's solid stuff. Hey, my guys, the first one of you out there right now who reaches out to me and tells me the name of every animal guide we've had so far since we started World's Famous, I'll, uh... I'll toss you a couple Icy Robot stickers. I'll send them in the mail. I'll send you guys a Johnny Coin pin or whatever. First guy to reach out to me on the tweets at Icy Robots. Tell me the very first through the last animal spirit guides we have had up until now. The one we have right now is the Polar Bear. So you got that going for you right there. You just got to count down the next seven. Can I even do it? Let's see in my head. Seven, six. Yeah, that's where I lose. Um, That's where I lose track. But we got the Polar Bear. The Polar Bear says, speak your truth, my guys. Speak that truth as compassionately as is possible for you. I'm trying to think. 
if there's anything that's super important while uh while I got you here. Oh, I saw Black Widow. I saw Black Widow a couple weeks ago and I never even mentioned that. That was okay. It was fine. It wasn't like it wasn't like one of your top tier Marvel movies, but it was by no means like a low tier Marvel movie. It was it was somewhere around like your Ant Man's, your your that kind of stuff as far as like quality. I, I watched it. I enjoyed it. I had a good time. It did play a bit long for my taste. I think they could have cut it short, but that's that's not my decision. What was cool about it, though, was um, since there's not like a, like a ton of movies coming out right now, they played Black Widow at the Ardy Farty Theater over by the park. You guys have heard me talk about the Ardy Farty Theater that I go to sometimes. The one where they have the uh, where they have the various toppings for the popcorn that you're allowed to place for yourself in nice nice little decorative jars. They have like white cheddar. And, My favorite is the white cheddar. Like, chili, and they have like uh, brewer's yeast and all kinds of. All kinds of cool stuff that you can you can sprinkle on, and these aren't like the store bought like containers, you know the the silly kind you get over at uh, Cash and Carry. These are like nice little jars, like at a like an Italian restaurant. Very cool, very neat. And they have like they have free cucumber water and free lemon water, but they were playing uh, Black Widow there, so we went there to see it instead of going to see it downtown. And that was definitely nice. That was definitely fun. Definitely something that I enjoyed. But uh, it's fine, you know, it was fine. It wasn't great, I would say, on the. Uh, on the good old-fashioned Source Magazine mic meter, with one being a dud and five being an all-time classic, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give Black Widow a solid three, three mics. Three mics. Until we meet again, my guys, next week, have that spirit of the polar bear in your heart. Speak your truth and go forth in the world. I am out. I um, am bringing organs. And you know I got to have that. Slick blow. I see Robots Radio is a listener supported endeavor. If you like what we do here and you look forward to new programming, consider helping us to bring fun stuff every week by heading over to supportthereport.com and tossing a few pounds into the hat. It's important to support things that you enjoy. Thanks and have a great week. Supportthereport.com.